Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer, so grab a mug of your favorite brew and get ready to brew your brain as we give a rundown on today's dates and some interesting historical facts, and to sharpen your wit as I toss out some random musing and facts just to get your brain gears turning, and hopefully a time to enrich your faith as we talk about our walk with Jesus. And so once again this week, it's John and Carla bringing you Brew and Sharpen on the Daily Grind. Carla, glad you're with me this week. Hello, John, and hello, Daily Grind family. It is good to be here. And we'll get this show on the road. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to brew your brain. It is Monday, September 4th. Now, this date in 1870, Emperor Napoleon III of France was deposed and the Third Republic declared. On this date in 1882, the first public electric lights were turned on in Manhattan, New York City. Wow. And on this date in 1883, 10-year-old Barney Flaherty was the first newsboy hired by the New York Sun. Wow, how about that? First of many. And 10 years later, on this date, in 1893, Beatrix Potter created Peter Rabbit when writing a letter to a friend that was dated today. What a great thing, Peter Rabbit. (laughs) Peter Rabbit, I know. (laughs) And on this date in 1957, the Little Rock Nine, were blocked from entering Little Rock Central High School in Arkansas. Mm. Governor Orville Fabus called the Arkansas National Guard to deny the black students entry, and then President Dwight Eisenhower sent over a thousand paratroopers to ensure that the school would be open to the nine students. It was quite the deal, but That's... they they got enrolled. But yeah, that was a lot of activity. Whew. How about that? How about that? By the end of the month, there there were more than 2,500 U.S. Army troops in Little Rock to oversee that. Wow, nine students. Outstanding. And on this date in 2002, the little girl from Burleson, Texas, Kelly Clarkson, won the first (laughs) season of American Idol. Yes, she did. There you go. And (laughs) that's, I know, there you go, Burleson. September 4th is Labor Day, and none of us are hopefully at work today. That is that day. We're first Monday of September in honor of the contribution that workers make. They think the reason they picked September, though, was so they would have a holiday in between July 4th and Thanksgiving. So Labor Day marks the end of summer, so you should not wear white until (laughs) Easter. Okay. Daily grind fashion hack. There you go. It is September 4th is also eat an extra dessert day. Okay. (laughs) I'm all in. It's macadamia nut day. Oh, my favorite. That's my favorite. Yes. It's newspaper carrier day. Okay. There you go. In honor of little Barney Flaherty, who was (laughs) the first newsie. And it's wildfire day. 
Wildfire? Uh, wildfire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, Stay I know, there. I don't think that that's like if your horse is named Wildfire. So I think it's like, <laughs> hey, let's ah, pay attention to fire. this. Yes. Yeah. And now it's that time on the daily grind to sharpen your wit. Does anybody really know what time it is? <laughs> that guy in Geneva, he knows. <gasps> Quote oh. Chicago. <laughs> Carla, did you know that the Guinness Book of World Records holds two records itself? No. Number one, it is the most stolen book from public <laughs> libraries. Did not know. Not aware. And, and it is also the best-selling annual publication according to its own records so the capital of luxembourg is luxembourg yes i knew that we did a project on that in elementary school not too long ago (laughs) the things that are really bad for them are grapes and chocolate Mm, i know chocolate i didn't know grapes so a raisinette is dog (laughs) kryptonite deadly (laughs) yep Manslaughter has nothing to do with man's laughter, but it's spelled man's laughter. <gasps> it is. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's in there. Oh. <laughs> a man. I, this is just too random. It's tragic. But a man named Clifford Johnson survived the Great Coconut Grove fire. With severe third-degree burns, and he became the most severely burned person to survive all of his injuries. And then, tragically and ironically, 14 years later, he burned to death in a car accident. Oh, my goodness. I know. Terrible. That is crazy. Um, Here's three things, Carla, that always tell the truth. Small children. Yes. Drunk people. (laughs) Yes. Yoga pants. Okay. <laughs> right. <gasps> oh. Carla, do you know what happens when the fog lifts in California? Mm, no. UCLA. <laughs> I guess you do. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. John 10.10, there are three Greek words for life that we find in the New Testament. Bios, suke, and zoe. They all get translated life in our English Bibles, but they have different meanings. And so to understand the meaning of a verse like John 10.10, it helps to know which Greek word is used. I love using in my personal study the y'all version of the bible it's free online helps understand the communal the property but it has a great greek lexicon and hebrew as well too but let's look at some examples of these words as they appear in the new testament now again i'm not a greek scholar it's been over 23 years since i had seminary classes This is all just me looking at reference material. Bios, used over 10 times in the New Testament, is the life of the physical body. It's where we get our word biology. The Greek word translated as life in Luke 8, 14 is bios. And that which fell into the thorns, these are those 
who heard and going away are utterly choked by anxieties and the riches and the pleasures of this life. That's like biology life, current life, and did not bring fruit to maturity. Suke or psyche is used over a hundred times in the New Testament, and it's the life of the human soul. That is the mind, the emotions, the will. It's where we get our word psychology. The Greek word translated as soul in Matthew 16, 25 is suke. Whoever wants to save his life shall lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake shall find it. You could really translate that. Whoever wants to save his suke or his soul life shall lose it, but whoever loses his suke or soul life for my sake will find it. And lastly, zoe. It's used over 130 times in the New Testament, and it is the divine life, uncreated, uniquely possessed by God. It's the real life in all of its fullness. The Greek word translated as life in John 1, 4 is zoe. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. That Zoe refers to the uncreated, eternal life of God, the divine life uniquely possessed of God. So it would be, in him was the uncreated, eternal life of God, the divine life. And that uncreated, eternal life of God, the divine life, was the light of men. I know, it's a little different. All those words end up being like life. So let's look at John 10.10, because that's what I was reading when I kind of got into this study of all the different meanings for life, here the Greek word zoe is used for life. You could read it like this. I have come that they may have zoe and may have zoe abundantly. Again, I may, I've come that they may have that uncreated eternal life of God, the divine life and have it abundantly. In his book, I quote, in reality, the difference between biological life and spiritual life is so important that I'm going to give them two distinct names. The biological sort, which came to us through nature, and which, like everything else in nature, is always tending to run down and decay so that it can only be kept up by incessant subsidies from nature in the form of air, water, food, etc. That's bios. The spiritual life, which is in God from all eternity and which made the whole natural universe is Zoa. Bios has, to be sure, a certain shadowy or symbolic resemblance to Zoa, but only the sort of resemblance there is between a photo and a place, or a statue and a man. A man who changed from having bios to having zoa would have gone through as big a change as a statue which changed from being a carved stone to being a real man and that is precisely what christianity is about the world is a great sculptor's shop we are the statues and there is a rumor going round that some of us are someday going to come to life, end quote. So becoming a Christian is like a statue coming to life. <laughs> that just, that so reminds me of that scene in the Chronicles of Narnia when Aslan breathes life 
onto and into the statues and they become alive. It's a beautiful image and it captures that kind of transformation. You know, when I came to faith in Jesus Christ, it filled my life, my suke, with his Zoa. And I immediately felt the change. What we truly need is not more physical life, more bios, but a new indestructible life, a Zoa. And only God can provide that. To be born again means having our physical life replaced by God's eternal Zoa life. You know, when Jesus raised Lazarus, he restored his physical life, bios. But when Christ rose from the dead, he rose to a new divine life, Zoa, that he can now share with us. And when we realize that Christ wants us to have his divine, eternal Zoa life, and even have it abundantly, we'll focus on him, study his word, we'll spend time in prayer, we'll experience him daily, and we will enjoy that Christ life that we've received. And we will express it daily in our lives on earth. Second Timothy 1.10 says that our Savior, Jesus Christ, has defeated death and brought the divine life, that Zoa, and immortality to light through the gospel. Life, Zoa, is the offer of the gospel. We receive amazing grace, endless forgiveness, but both are given so that we can truly live and love and then share that love with others. That is the greatest life of all. Anyway, I was looking at John 10, 10, wanted to think about the kinds of life. So yeah, meditate, think about, study on the Zoa, the divine life that you have in you that is Jesus. Thanks for joining me on the Daily Grind. Grace.